This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Friday. It is Thursday, the seventh day of April. A week gone already. Wow. That just like flew it, didn't it? It flew. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us on the Paul Breakfast Show on Paul One and Two Digital. For the Paul Breakfast Show this morning, we got the Richards twins. We got Paul Richards. We got Richard Ragubaru. Hey, my name is Steve Carn. We'll keep you company until nine o'clock this morning. All right. That's what we do. We'll keep you company until nine. That's what Sir Charles Pop said. All right. Let's take a look what's happening traffic-wise. It is heavy this morning coming in. I left home a little late. You know, when you leave home at two minutes or five minutes late, traffic is changing. You know that already. Going through a rim, I got some traffic there this morning. And there's some volume from Trinity City and going through Paget and so on. You got some traffic, all right? Freeport towards Edinburgh on the Solo, got some there already. Turbo uh, Link Road, mm-hmm. got a bypass, traffic. And pretty much leaving Sando towards Claxton Bay. Got some volume there already, all right? Let's do Sunday's Hallows first thing this morning as I pull it up. Let's see. First off the gate this morning is Trev Trev. Trev in Arima. Good morning to Trevor. Ms. Maloney Dudo. What's going on? God Celia. Good morning. Out of Valencia. Oliver Man Warren. Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona. We did not receive our cake and ice cream as yet. CJ out in New York. Good morning to you. What's the temp like? I'll check it shortly. Boogie's out in Aruka. Good morning. Kenny, you're late. What? Oh, I'm 
Sorry to hear, Kenny. Right, you take it easy. You take it easy. It's all right. You get some rest. Relax a bit. Thinking about you. Which I do because you're not pleased. So therefore, I think about you. All right. Sorry to hear that. Get well soon and just take it easy. All right. Um, with temperature wise, let's see. London, it's 11 degrees. Atlanta, 13. My favorite place, Las Vegas, which has Formula One coming next year. Mm-mm-mm, can't wait to go to that. 15 degrees. New York, 8 degrees. Orlando is 24. Miami is 27. And boy, did they have a storm last evening. A friend of mine told me, geez, it's bad. It's bad. Uncle Frank in Port St. Lucie, it's 22 degrees. Toronto, it's 7. Port of Spain, you're hot, you're 26, but come point to bigger, you're a cool 22. Some temps across the planet. Let me bring the guys in. Let me start with uh, Paul Richards. Good morning to you. Pablo, what's going on? Got nobody else to start with this morning. Oh, sorry. Wendell, good morning. Got nobody else to start with this morning. Hmm. Point. Morning. What's going on? What's going on? Good morning. Let's know who you're talking to first. <laughs> Behave. I have my routine, and you know me when it comes to routine. Good morning, Steve Rubin Wendell. Oh yeah, Batibat. Morning, Batibat. Come on and come on and put your mic and say hello. Morning, Ruben. Morning, Trinidad Tobago. You just stay quiet, there, you know. He's just stay quiet. Ruben, we're saying hello. We're going to stop the program until you say hello. System. Leave him alone. What's wrong with you? He's not supposed to be on and follow I'm bringing protocol. him on. I'm bringing him on. I control it's this. It's not working thing. for days now and you're still doing it. What sense does that make? It's working. He's just not putting on his mic. 6 11, 11 after 6. Good morning. Welcome to the Power Breakfast Show for today. The mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us this morning. Mm hmm. It is. I'm so happy that uh, Blacks had a nice send-off and the people got to celebrate. Um, I, I believe he knew he was loved way before. And, um, yeah, I can't all the Blacks will... Well, it's not his music, so... Yeah, music will live. I tell you, on Saturday, I, I, when I came out... Um, came out of your house I somebody had a, a house slime and they were only playing blacks music and you know I just said you know very nice very nice he had a great send of lots of tributes yeah. um, possibly every soca artist around uh, the Caribbean mm-hmm. uh, attending yesterday and paying tribute to I him. didn't see the Minister of Tourism not Tourism Culture I know I think MP Keith Scotland was there. I don't know if the Minister of Tourism was there. I know I, Keith Scotland I did hear was there. someone on stage saying, Hello, Minister, thank you for being here. So I don't know which minister that was. It may have been the Minister of Tourism. I don't know. I didn't see him mm. specifically. I didn't see either. Mm. Oh, well. So, um, culminated in a uh, street parade yesterday. Yeah. Like they couldn't wait for a taste of carnival. <laughs> no pun intended. Let's go show you what will happen next year. Oh, folks, hold on. He's doing a yawn. Hold on. All right, you're yes. good now. 
Excuse me? That was a big yawn, Paul. It was not a yawn. I, I don't know what that was. At least you could yawn. It was you me home. taking a sip of my coffee. Yeah. You're sipping your coffee. Okay. I'll leave, like sip. I'll leave it like that. I'll leave That's it like that. a big sip of coffee. I could do it a cup of coffee. I actually went for a cup of coffee when I came off at nine yesterday. And I was passing my Linda's and I saw hot cross buns and I said, uh-huh. That's breakfast and I'll take some home. Hmm. I love my hot cross buns. I do. I think you Anyway, rest in peace and power blocks. Did you think so? No one can take away your legacy, which is quite well cemented now. Oh, very much so. Very much so. What else is happening in the country? Um, what else is happening? Not much. It was a quiet news day yesterday. It was a quiet tomorrow. week. It was a very quiet news day yesterday. Yeah. Which is weird. When it has a quiet time, we, we go, uh, um, we suffer withdrawal. But guess who's here already? Good morning, Raghubar Singh. Good morning, guys. What? Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. Raghu? And good morning to our listeners, wherever you are. It's 14 after 6. Is this a world record? No, it's not a world record, but... Um, um, I, I don't know what it is. I'm speechless. Did you go to the funeral yesterday, Richard? No, no, no. I was, I was at work. I was busy at work. I didn't actually. I didn't even see it. I mean, I saw glimpses of. Was there like a parade through Port of Spain or something? Yeah. Yeah, culminated the parade through Port of Spain. Right. So I saw glimpses of that from from Facebook posts, and I think a couple were posted in our group. At least one was posted in our group, I think, by Wendell. But um, but no, I didn't. I didn't. Um, um even though I I. I'm pretty close to where that event is. Right next to you there. Yeah, I am pretty close, but no, I was busy at work yesterday. Did you attend? No, no, I attended via um, a Zoom link sent by his manager. Oh, okay, cool. I tend to stare away from those things, I just... Not a crowd person. Was it a big crowd that went down? Yeah, yeah, very yeah, big crowd at the yeah. Kings Park Savannah. And every entertainer you can think of paying tribute you know, to their colleague, your late colleague. Uh, so it was really a nice send-off, very well organized. Uh, the the, the uh, speech that, that really resonated with me the most was from his sister who came from New York. Apparently she lives in New York. Mm-hmm. And she, she painted a really interesting picture about she said you know i know everybody talks about his music but his love for his his children and children in general uh, and his encouragement of children to do their best and she really focused on that and their relationship so it was an interesting peek into a different side of him you know uh through all this i think he has three or four children they i mean they lost their daddy so yeah so i mean uh, he and a, clearly a, a, a real mentor to so many of the, the younger soca artists and support system to the older ones or the ones uh, in his cohort. So he's really, really a nice guy. And you know, he did, it, did his piece and he's gone to the great beyond. Mm-hmm. Singing with Kitchen and, Kitchen and Sparrow and them now. Mm-hmm. I looked at um, 
Carlisle Juiceman Roberts yesterday, I just wondered you know, what he's going through. He was very close to singing Sandra and lost singing Sandra last year. And of course, he was like the musical director. He's the musical director for All Stars, so he's very close to Black. So, I mean, he is just shell shocked and stunned, you know? I can imagine. Yeah, he, uh, Juiceman is just not himself. He, he hadn't even recovered from the, the passing of Sandra yet. And, and now this, and it's very, very difficult for him. Very difficult for him, for him. And the rest of the band, no doubt. Because Black's shoes are extremely difficult to fill in a band like that when the hits that the band has really are all around black yeah yeah you know i mean juice man is the musical director and did a lot of the arrangement on the songs and stuff like that but i mean the voice of the songs are black so it's very very difficult to fill those shoes it's like lana richie and the commodores when lana richie left the commodores they had no more commodores Mm -hmm. i think they had one or two hits after but i mean and you are the voice of the of the of the band and the face of the band. The, ba- the band has a really tough time, but I'm sure Juice Band they will find because they've honed so much talent. Destro started with All Stars. Ola Tunji did some, some time with All Stars. Um, Ricardo Drew did some time with All Stars. I think me Terry Lyons may have also done some stuff with All Stars. So they really are great training ground for for artists and stage performance and stage craft. You know. And then they go on to their solo careers. But Blacks stayed with the band. So we see how it goes. It's, and just, I mean, just personally, it's difficult. Because the, the bands are like brothers, as you know. Like, like, like you say, in the community. Yeah. So, but, I mean, that's the will. So, he's lived his 60 years, I think. It was 1962, so about 60, 61. And... It's gone to the great beyond. Yeah. Steve should try out for the band now. Who? Oh my god. Steve can. Me? That's true, I should. I think my internet dropped. Sure. Hello? I feel Ooh. like Hulk. You mean you should be singing I look like Hulk? Well no, not. Yeah, really. I look like Hulk. I look like Hulk. Yeah, man, I could do that. I could go on stage and do that and pawn my little speedos and wiggle my little derriere a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in this speedo obsession. Yeah, yeah, and I could all I I could easily say, ban your belly. Well, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I uh, should. That's a good idea. um, Who's in charge of that band now? Roy? Still there? Roy? Cape from a call, Roy. Why are you interrupting in Richard a, all the time? So go ahead, Richard. Yeah, in our music for the play, actually, we tried, well, in the pre-show, and um, I think, I, is, is it the song that they bow to? We tried to include it as, um, we included a lot of Blacks songs as a tribute to him, and I think the audiences um, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. That would have come over the weekend because there were several of you know black hits that we included as part of the experience of coming to the play. That's what I would say as a tribute to him, too, because yeah. you know he's he's an important uh, um, figure on the cultural landscape of Trinidad and Tobago, and so many great songs that were so loved. It's, it's not just songs that you know that come and go. These are songs that stay resilient 
and that people actually love. A I, lot think, of I think the song is connected to people because they were so inspirational. When you're down, yeah. think about it, like Hulk is a party song, but the, 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 the song is really it's about going through adversity song, and being yeah. resilient. Yeah, it is. And that, that um, Lego, Lego. It's just pure abandon. Yeah, it's just about, you know, let everything go literally and just enjoy yourself free as you said last week it just it just tell it takes you to carnival yeah it just takes you to carnival and that's that's what that song does i mean it just says so much um tanti boy and and dumb boy galoose take girl tonight i mean such these songs all connecting in different ways yeah so he's gone on to the great beyond what else is happening in the news? There's still a lot about Ukraine, R- Russia, Ukraine, you know. Like I see um, the U.S. authorities are now targeting the daughters of his, uh, uh, Putin, his other 36, Katrina and Marina. They have different uh, last names, I guess it's a Russian thing. And... and um, the U.S. has imposed sanctions on his daughters. Not that they, <laughs> and Foreign Minister Sergey Lavrov, not that they, um, they, they done put away the money already and living life larger. So, um, Putin done, he knew sanctions would be one of the ways the rest of the world in the U.S. would go upon his uh, incursion into Ukraine. So, these sanctions are not personally going to affect Mr. Putin. He's already factored that strategically in, and he'd say, "Okay, let's go see how long we could go." He's not going to miss a meal. He's not going to miss caviar or champagne. His family is not going to suffer. So the sanctions are going to hurt the Russian people at some level and the Russian economy at some level. But he's already factored that in. Yeah. Even though I don't know that he factored in the extent to which the Western countries have gone in terms of sanctions. Probably like, I don't think he... I don't think he would have contemplated, for example, that his daughters would be affected. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he would have factored that in. So I, did, I don't but, know. I, I don't think he he. I don't think he thought it would have been as widespread and um, as as comprehensive in terms of how it's being ruled out, because the West obviously knows that he was building this war chest. Not even building our have... chest. He was moving troops for months. No, I'm talking about the money that he would have accumulated. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they would have. So they would have known this because I mean, the intelligence services of the West would not be oblivious to what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would always be monitoring what's going on in Russia. Well, the, the sanctions are coming fast and furious, and he's hitting him. Hitting him in the family circle now, so you know. Uh, but again, I think in a, in a large respect, Putin has made up his mind about this. He knew there would be serious repercussions globally, and he is not stopping, and he's not going to stop. I guess unless the rest of the world joins in a battle with Ukraine, uh, pushing back against this atrocity or these atrocities. Yeah. Well, when I don't think has... I don't think it's going to stop unless it gets to that. Well, he already seemingly has China and India in, in, in his corner 
even though they are tiptoeing and pussyfooting around it, but that's what it is. Oh yes, yes, I mean, I, they, they've made a definitive uh, rejection of this move. No, and, and China and Chinese media is parroting a lot of what the Russian media says, even with regard to those civilians that were brutally murdered in Busha and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say shame on China and shame on India. And at some point, the world is going to have to deal with consequences of that Modi, the leadership of, of, of Prime Minister Modi. And they're going, well, China has always been an issue because China believes that it could just do human rights abuses consistently and they are unanswerable because of money. Well, China is different. I think Modi will eventually pay at the polls. That is a different paradigm in China and the way China's governance system yeah. is set up. But but I think Moody will eventually pay at the polls. But 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 and these kind of, of there were hints there were hints of this kind of of posture from Moody. Remember during the heat of the pandemic when he blacked out media coverage? Yes. Yeah, so of there course. were hints of this kind of tendency from Moody for a while. Eh? To be for to be authoritarian. Yeah, to be authoritarian. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely, so it, it's there. It wasn't surprising to me, or it's not surprising to me, the posture that Moody is taking, or the, the, the half, the, 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 the approach that Moody is taking to this, and, and hedging his, his, his strategic alliances with, with not necessarily overtly with Russia, but not, not denouncing the action to keep, to keep options open, I guess, even though the atrocities are clear. But I think he will pay at the polls. I'm, I'm almost convinced of that. Yeah. China will remain China, and China is a different kind of governance system. But what, what, is, what is irritating about Moody is that he obviously panders to the religious vote and, and, and obviously courts um, the Hindu nationalist vote in India. And I am, I am sure that nothing of what is going on in Ukraine will be sanctioned by Hinduism. Exactly. Nothing, and that's and that's why I, I, I said I think that he will pay the polls eventually. You know, the the, the whole approach to, to, to the way he managed the COVID issue, the media blackout, the authoritarian approach, the do what you want approach. Uh, it, um, remember, we had there was a time when uh, you were seeing people being burnt and, and mass pyres and stuff, and then the coverage just stopped because it wasn't in keeping with what he wanted to portray to the world about how India was managing the pandemic. Where the hospitals were overrun and, and there were questions about his management of the pandemic. And then coverage of it just ceased. Yep. So he, he is, I'm not surprised by, by Modi's stance anyway. We see how it goes. While, while people continue to be, to, to be murdered in the streets of Buka and it will move to other areas. Yep. Sadly. We'll sadly move to other areas. Uh, some good news. Rihanna became the first Barbadian billionaire. She's for the first time featured in Forbes' annual Worldwide Billionaires list alongside, of course, Jay-Z was there before Kanye West, Kim Kardashian. Uh, of course, her, her music, less to less accent, but her foray into cosmetics and lingerie has made her a $1.7 billion worth. Incredible. Isn't that amazing? Yep. Pretty red girl from the Caribbean. Very smart. Always understood what her brand was. Her brand was not was not necessarily music. Was the look. The look. The look is what sold the music. And she's uh, translated that look now into a billion dollar.
cosmetic and lingerie business. And what, what, what has worked for her also eh, is that she's so inclusive, she basically buried Victoria's Secret. Because mm. they remained stuck in the 70s and 80s with the skinny uh, models, you know? And Rihanna embraced diversity. Full-figured women, women of, of, of a large number of women of different hues, color brown women, black women, Asian women. And it resonated with, the, with a whole cohort of customers who had been almost eliminated or excluded by Victoria's Secret who continued to focus in, on their archaic skinny model, supermodel regimen, you know? Yep. So she saw an opportunity and she really capitalized on it as, as, a, as a black woman and a, and a Caribbean woman. Very, very shrewd businesswoman. So good for her. Yeah. That's something to applaud. That's something. And, that... and look, I mean, she's also kind of changing the way women dress during pregnancy. Yeah? Women cover up she... generally during pregnancy. She is letting it all hang out. Yep. <laughs> she certainly is. Yeah. And it, I, I just think it's so refreshing. I know there have been so many people commenting on why is she walking around with her belly out. But I mean, women look beautiful when they're pregnant well, too. to be fair. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But to be fair, it's it takes a certain kind of personality to wear those kind of clothes. She do. Well, if you, it's it's in alignment. <laughs> it's in alignment with celebrating women in all their ex- expressions and all their their phases, which is what her brand is about. Yeah. So it's it's in alignment with her brand message that women of all size, sizes, shapes, women pregnant, women. Black women, brown women, Hispanic women, Asian women. It's in, a, it's in full alignment with her celebrating women in all forms, which is so brilliant to me. So I expected her. And she's revolutionizing how women dressed in pregnancy. The belly out in full force. Because generally, there's a tendency for women to cover up when they're pregnant. But she's a different generation too, so... And, the other, and, and, and I saw a, a BBC article where women in the UK and Europe are now following suit and you're seeing a lot of pregnant women walking with their, their, their bellies outside. She's still, and she's always a trendsetter, so good for her. Steve, Ian, Ian Ping Boy. Ian what? Well, belly's outside now. <laughs> In fashion. In fashion. He's trending. Steve trending. Anyway, <laughs> God, he had said this wasn't at all. And he's talking about us with disappear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, interesting news. Uh, the Attorney General, Reginald Amor, Senior Council, has met with uh, Chief Parliamentary Council, Ian McIntyre, Senior Council, on Wednesday. A media release from the Office of the Attorney General said the two men engaged in a cordial meeting and discussions in the Attorney General's chambers at the invitation of Amor. Both Amor and McIntyre agreed to continue discussions. Last week, it was reported that McIntyre's legal representative, Ananam Logan, called on Amor to withdraw a March 16th letter in which his predecessor, Faris Alwari, sought disciplinary action against McIntyre. On the very day Alwari was removed as AG, the letter was sent to Armour on March 18th by Jared Jagru of Ram Logan's Freedom Chambers. Armour was asked to review and reconsider the matter within 28 days. So, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the discussions have started. I'm, I'm not surprised in, in, in any way, form or fashion because the Chief Parliamentary Council is an important component in 
legislative drafting and the process of of uh, of what the 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 bills go through. I have been uh, in the presence of Mister. Uh, 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 what's his name? We bring one back. McIntyre, senior counsel on several occasions. He's one of the most polite, easygoing people I've ever met. Extremely professional. And uh, his, his, his uh, experience and credentials in terms of legislative drafting and knowledge uh, uh, are very, very uh, much lauded and, and renowned. So, Is that Ian you're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was really surprised with the, the turn taken it, by... It was, a, it was a very strange battle when it erupted calling it a battle it was a strange to 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 think that that sort of thing would be going on um well there were even questions raised about the approach taken by former attorney general al rari uh which was raised by the clerk of the house in terms of the procedure used to bring bills to the parliament exactly you understand so i mean any unique to mr mcintyre senior counsel yeah anyway they're still there but who not there Mm-hmm. 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 Too soon? Mm-hmm. Too soon? <laughs> a little. Too soon? <laughs> a little too soon. Okay, all right. He's still, Mr. McIntyre, still Chief Parliamentary Council when last I checked, and the House of the Clock is still the House of the Clock. Somebody missing. Somebody missing, missing. Somebody missing. We're having Gary Griffith on later on this morning. You're talking about what the spy, the spy. Well, yeah, he was the commissioner of police. We asked him if he ever was privy to people spying, the authorities spying. If he thinks he's the subject of being spied upon, and he give us an update on his political foray. Spoke to him yesterday yeah. when Steve called him about the interview, and I was trying to wrangle some information out of him, but I'll try again this morning. He said the word transformation will feature prominently. All I can say, all he was willing to say. Oh. In in the um in the in the new party. In the, the new, word, in the new party. Okay. That all he was willing to say is the word transformation will feature prominently. And I saw that Vasan Bharat has uh, in a in, in a newspaper article this morning is saying he is open to a new political or maybe working with a new political entity coming forward. I remember we asked him that. Yep, we did. Yeah, I, I won't be surprised if they are aligned because there are a lot of people who, and because they, I think one of the things that new political parties have to be wary of is that, and I've said it over and over, as much as I think new political parties and third and fourth forces are very important in our democratic growth in this country, the bases established by the PNM and the UNC are formidable. And there's a core who will not leave those parties because they are aligned to them and they believe in their philosophy and their approach. And as I always say, I may not be a political party person. I've, I've never believed in, in being aligned in that way. But it is an important part of our demo- democratic system. And those core voters don't leave. There is a cadre open for, I would say, usually would capture loosely. Or, 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 or participation in a third or fourth party, but those third and fourth parties and fifth parties need to be careful that there are so many of them now, which is a good thing, that if they don't form some, some sort of alliance, they may just split that third and fourth option of a vote. So, Because now you have the PEP with Philip Alexander, 
I don't know if the COP is still active. I thought Philip Alexander had um, withdrawn from politics. Didn't he say he was withdrawing? No. He, I, I believe that when I see it. He just ran the last election there. And, and after no. that, didn't he say he was withdrawing? He wasn't doing it again? Well, he may have said he, but the party is still active. He may not have been leading the party. I think he was interim leader of the party. You have the PDP in Tobago setting up shop in Trinidad now. So I don't know, as I said, I don't know if the COP is active still. Um, you have this new entity being formed by Gary Griffith now. So, I mean, they're all reaching for that undecided vote in large respect. And I guess at some level to try and take votes from the PNM or the UNC. But that those core voters of the PNM and UNC ain't going nowhere. Those safe seats are safe seats. We had um, um, fixing TNT's Kirk Waste, who I think contested one seat, if I'm not mistaken, the, the seat from, is it Fitzgerald Hines seat? In the last general election. And we have not heard much about him and that political entity since that defeat. No. So we have people like Marcus Ramkisun and a couple others who are who went up as independent Fabian, who went up as independent candidates. You know? So if they don't if they don't find a way to come together, they are I don't think they're gonna be successful in, in taking the core voters away from either the PNM or the UNC in those safe, safe seats. But in the marginal seats they may have some option if I think I think if they come together. And if they come together and even get one seat or two seats which is really a difficult prospect the way this country is set up they have they they have leverage power in terms of the major two political parties in terms of uh crafting the way forward it remains to be seen if the pdp makes any impact in trinidad and i think what is interesting is that watson duke is championing the cause in trinidad while watson realized that he had to put farley augustine in in, in the front in Tobago because what's not so many question marks over him that I do think the PDP would have been as successful in Tobago if Watson had fronted the PDPs uh, in the last THA elections but so they strategically moved smart and, and were extremely victorious because of that 6 in the January and then 14 in the, the following election so now that Watson is walking around Trinidad I don't know if he thinks that his former connection with the PSA and, and those mem- that membership is going to give him some sort of Philip in a Trinidad context. I don't think yeah. so. I sent a message in the group, so you take a look at it. Yeah. Um, so. uh, is Steve back? I'm here. We were saying that you're trending. I am? I'm back. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Rihanna, who is revolutionizing uh, pregnancy and wearing your belly outside and things. So we were saying that you are, you are way ahead of the curve. She followed me. What else? I'm a trendsetter, you know. Apparently. You know? Right now, my belly is exposed. Oh, let me just put it on the the board. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, good for you, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the belly outside, you might have to shave it, but, I mean. You know, especially when I wear my Speedo, is it? And, And you are, like, two months ahead of Rihanna. Listen. (laughs) <laughs> I have body by doubled. Just letting you know that. 
I think I'll do a roti today. Just letting you know. So if you want, oh one, yeah, 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 PPP, PPP. P, P. If you want one, let me know. Please. Where are you going? Hot shop. I'm going to go to hot shop. Yeah, PPP. Is it a vegetarian roti you want? A potato, plenty pepper. PPP. It shall be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Right. All right. Forty-one minutes after the hour, six o'clock, gentlemen. Um, Richard said to give him a couple of minutes. He has all the papers. He does. Oh, he reaches. Is he here? I wonder if he's here. No, I think he's heading to his other office. He's heading to his his coal mine. His coal mine. Yeah. So he's probably coming out of the vehicle and heading up the. Yeah, he's lift. not here. He's not here. So he's that. That is, is taking place. Uh, what else is happening in the country? What else is happening in sweet Trinidad? They're saying that um, April will be quite dry and hot. Did you feel uh, an increase in Sahara dust yesterday? Yeah, boy. The first time I had to use my, my Otravini yesterday. Yeah. It, for the first time in a week, so I had to use my Otravenius. So, uh, so that usually kind of indicates that yeah. the concentration of Saharan dusk may have been very high yesterday. We yeah, because you know what? Plume or something. Because um, we're about to enter the peak when it comes to Sahara dust. Okay. Yeah, we are about but to I enter felt the it peak. Yesterday. But oh my goodness. Um, so those of you who have, and I never had Saharan dust issues or allergies to the Saharan No, remember last year when we really had it bad is, is, is when it really kicked in for me. It really kicked in. And of course, they're predicting that um, April will likely to bring below average rainfall. So, you know, so expect Sahara dust and hardly any rainfall whereas March was um, wetter than normal across TNT is what they said Finance Minister Colin Member has said Trinidad Tobago's economy saw a sharp increase in production in the third quarter of 2021 by five billion dollars uh, in speaking at the EPNM political meeting on Wednesday in Diego Martin he said a few days ago the central statistical office CSO submitted to the ministry updated economic data for the country which <coughs> reflected on the third quarter of 2021 yeah. so he said contrary to reports and the assertions of the Guyanese vice president TNT is not falling apart our economy grew by about five billion dollars he said the quarterly gross domestic product for the period in 2020 during the height of the pandemic was 34.6 billion dollars one year later, in 2021, it had grown by $10 billion to $44.6 billion. Imbus said, quote, we estimated for the year our GDP would be $150 million, but with these figures, it's closer to $170 million. So, he said 2021 was about 85% in terms of jet to, debt to GDP. Mm -hmm. uh, many people have raised concerns about the debt to GDP level in Trinidad and Tobago. It keeps. It has been going up steadily for the last almost ten years, mm -hmm. which means we're going more and more in debt. Yeah. Right. He says. In addition to borrowing, uh, government has dipped into the heritage and stabilization fund. Uh, we've been financing our livelihood and services government provides through a combination of prudent management. This is Imber here. Borrowing and drawing from the heritage and stabilization fund. Mm -hmm. It's all that the fund is still in excellent shape. For all after almost seven years, so 
uh, the Minister of Finance is countering some people's speculations about the country's economic health. Uh, Steve, let me put it on the table. You should. I'm suggesting that you get Professor Orr next week, Tuesday. I know you have a guest book for Monday already. To talk about where we are in the pandemic at this stage. Yeah, we could do that, man. I think he's in the country too, so... Yeah, I think we can talk to Professor Aura. We can at the end, I think, but there's no official word on that. Uh, the, the Prime Minister said we're in the endemic stage of the pandemic, yes. but it'll be good to hear from Professor Aura as to where we are in the pandemic and when we can expect this pandemic to be called off by the WHO or whoever. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Ragabasi. Yeah, whoever actually... Um, yeah, thanks. Whoever actually... Um, it's over it's it's done but i think professor Orr can give us a sense of where we are next week tuesday hopefully it's over to you all right let's get the headlines before we get into our poll this morning all right so i can get into the headlines because i have newspapers this morning Mm -hmm. and of course i'll start with the trinidad and tobago daily express of course today is wednesday april 7th 2022 blacks will never die Tearful musical farewell for beloved soca artists. That's the main headline. And of course, the main picture is that of people as part of this. Wednesday or Thursday, sir? Did I say Wednesday? Yes. Okay, you did. Thursday, April 7th. I don't know what planet you're on, so I don't know what days they have. So, um, blacks will never die. And of course, the main picture is that of um, the parade. Dancers and mourners take part in yesterday's procession. I say in parade, but it's a procession, I guess. A celebration of the life of soca icon Dexter Black Stewart at the Queen's Park Savannah Port of Spain. So there's a picture of that. And on the back page of the Daily Express today, um, actually it's a wraparound. Um, it's a wraparound of, of the celebration of the life of Blacks. So it goes all the way around. So Matthew makes MVP team. Um, that's the only little sub-headline in the corner. So that's it for the Daily Express today. Um, the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today. On the front page, Carnival send-off. Thousands in festive farewell to Black Street procession after Savannah funeral. Teen who died during beating exhibited deviant behavior. Um, I don't know what that means. and um, But that's a sub-headline to the headline. And... On the back page of The Guardian, um, cops break a party, throngs of Blacks fans, Lego in downtown Port of Spain, COVID breaches force officers to end session. And of course, um, it's just lots of people and lots of pictures of people celebrating the life of Blacks. So it is also a wraparound on the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today. And the Newsday. What was the headline that the news they went with? Large crowds at funeral parade. Blacks Wednesday is the headline they went with. And last ride, um, they have a picture um, of the hearse carrying the body of soccer artist Dexter Black Stewart as it makes its way through downtown Port of Spain. So it's a lots of crowds and pictures. And of course, it's a wraparound also. You know what's interesting about that? This, just to interject a bit, his early part of his career, even down to almost a couple of years ago, he was so concerned about whether people liked him and whether he was accepted. Well. You know, I think that is clear now of how loved he was. Clear. He, he was very loved. Oh, yeah. And, and there are people with um, 
COVID protocols were out the window yesterday. They were kicked out the window and down the road. That's all I can say from all the pictures I'm seeing. People just having a wheel of a time celebrating the life of uh, Dexter Black Stewart. So that's it for the news, Dave. It is also a wraparound. So I everybody went with a wraparound today. You put this pay me. I worked hard yesterday, boy. What did he do that he worked what so hard What he did, for? Paul. What he did. He was right through the parade and down, taking pictures. Oh, okay. He meant in that way. Okay, cool. Hmm. All right. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the results of uh, this morning's poll. Charmian from Arima, good morning to you. Thank you so much for the hit. Um, of course, our poll yesterday, do you think private persons, phones, including WhatsApp messages, are being spied upon? In Trinidad and Tobago. Results coming up. My uncle is so sweet. He gives me nice toys and yummy stuff to eat. My cousin is my best friend. We always talk online, especially online. But then he said, don't tell mommy about our special time. She showed me her body and asked to see mine. My tummy hurts. I can't sleep. What did I do? Stop hurting me, please. Sexual relationships with children are not okay. Speak out. Report child abuse to police at 999 or Children's Authority at 996. A message from the Children's Authority in support of the Spotlight Initiative. Escape the city and conduct your meetings and business activities at the Cascadia. Our modern conference rooms are the ideal space to facilitate innovative and productive meetings. Corporate packages include spacious conference rooms, Wi-Fi, food and drinks, and meeting equipment. The way we conduct business is changing, and we at Cascadia understand your changing business needs. Contact us to discuss your package, 623-3518 or 798-5730, or email marketing at cascadiahotel.com. All right, again, our poll, do you think private persons, phones, including WhatsApp messages, are being spied upon in Trinidad and Tobago? 84 Eight four percent said yes. All right, let's get into this morning's poll. Yes. Yeah, so um, oh, sorry, yeah, just now. Let me just check something. Well, I put here. two suggestions in the chat. I saw. Uh, well, I didn't see okay. it. Okay. Uh, right. Isn't that mentioned? Oh, two opposite ends of the totem pole, Paul Richards. Flip a coin, let's go. Opposite ends of the totem pole in terms of in terms of those poles. Preferences you know, Black's question. Yeah, there was a, a one of Black's close friends from Tobago, um, and I'm just reading it in in one of the dailies today. Businessman Kenneth Shorty Otley. Um, um. He was a good friend of Blacks, and he said that Baxter was given a raw deal when he was alive. This is what he's saying. He's saying, when somebody dies, it's not the time to celebrate for them, honor them before. I always felt that Blacks has been given a raw deal, and I call on the whole of TNT to do better. Oddly, Oddly said, if it were up to him, 
he would make Stuart a national hero. He deserves that because he's the best singer in TT and out of this world. And um, and an, another friend also spoke on it. But that's but the question right Should he be the national hero? Yeah. So so uh, it kind of relates to your first poll. Kind of connected. Well, the government can make him an official national hero. So maybe that's the subject of the question. Okay, well, let's ask that. So do you think that blacks should be made a national hero? That's our poll this morning. That's certainly one of his close friends is raising that issue mm -hmm. um, and is saying that he was not valued enough while he was alive. Um, but that's our poll this morning. Do you think that blacks should be made a national hero? Yes or no? All right. 222-8255-612-8255 and toll free for North Americans. 866 Five two five ten ninety nine. Do you think Black should be made a national hero? Yes I or think no? I put officially in there because he's already a national hero to many. So if we say officially, it will mean the state kind of formalizes it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So do you think that Black should be officially made a national hero? That's the poll this morning. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Of course, one of his good friends is saying that, and, and, and of course, I, um, he felt that Blacks got a road when he was alive. <clears throat> and he's saying, um, I always felt that Blacks has been given a raw deal, and I call on the whole of Trinidad and Tobago to do better. Uh, um, and, and I suppose that's not only with regard to Blacks, but a lot of our, you know, our icons, in the, especially in the entertainment field. Um, Otley said, if it were up to him, he would make Stuart a national hero. He deserves that. And so we took our poll from that. And um, do you think that blacks should be officially made a national hero? <laughs> That's our poll this morning. Two to two talk. Two to two eight two five five six one two eight two five five North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Good morning, caller. Good morning. This is Glenn again from Queens. Hi, Glenn. Yes. Yes. I send greetings to everybody in the studio. I said, yes, he should be made a national hero. He, he gave us some true messages, very true messages that will live on uh, for a very long time, if not forever. Black All right. True. Thanks, Glenn. Good one. All Thank the best you. to you. Same thing. Bye -bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. That's uh, Glenn out in Queens. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, Trevin Arima says yes. So says Long Islander. And Piggy Lou is in the house. Good morning to you, Piggy Lou. Also a yes. Lorna. Good morning, Lorna. Good morning, Indy. Yes to the poll. Mm-hmm. All right. Call us. 222-8255-612-8255. Once again, should blacks be made a national hero? Do you think that blacks should be officially made a national officially. hero. That's our poll this morning. Do you think that he should be officially made a national hero? An emotional Keston Williams, who was also close to Stuart, regarded his passing as a great loss to the country. Like Otley, he also felt Stuart was never given his just due. I'm just sorry to see how he passed away. Everybody's seeing what he was worth. 
I always say, don't let we have to die to show love to nobody. Right. While we are living, let us show love. Good morning, caller. Good morning to my dear people. Ms. Maloney say yes. Have a blessed and wonderful day. All right. Thank Thanks you. Ms. Maloney. Thank you so much. 222-8255. 612-8255. Just like Glenn from Queens, he called. 866 Alright. Of course, you can also send your votes on the message board via the web or via the app. Um, do you think that blacks should be officially made a national hero? That's our poll this morning. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Paula says, yes, yes, yes. Lisa Salandi is in the house. Good morning, Lisa. Yes to the poll. Uh, Charmaine from Arima says, yes. Kenny. Uh, no. Rather a national icon. All right, Kenny. Thank you so much. All right, so let's grab those calls. We've got two and a half minutes again. 222-8255-612-8255. Do you think that blacks should be officially made a national hero. That's our poll this morning. Of course, we're pulling it from two of his close friends um, out of Tobago who um, um, they are, these are some of the statements that they're suggesting. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? Do you think that blacks should be officially made a national hero? That's our poll this morning. 222 talk, 222 North Americans, 866 525-1099. And of course, people on the web or the app, you can send your votes via the messaging portal. You can simply type yes or no. That's all you're required to do. All right. Let's see. I got one more vote here. Do I? Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona. My answer to the poll is yes. We need to recognize, acknowledge, and preserve our icons in life. And in death. All right. Thank you, Miss Ingrid. Mr. Beeps is in the house. Yes to the poll. Thank you so much, Mr. Beeps. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free. North America. It's a couple of minutes again. 866-525-1099. Do you think that blacks should be officially made a national hero. That's our poll this morning. What do you think? Mm-hmm. All right. As we board around 7 o'clock. All right, let me see. Two, 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 talk, two, 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 eight, two, five, five. Do you think that blacks should be officially made a national hero? That's our poll this morning. All righty. Um, Sexy San Fernando says yes, he should. The people surely made him their hero. Um, let's see. Um, Well, while 
while Steve is um, uh, um, going through that, I'm just reminding you that Ladies Room is on in Naprima Bowl this weekend. We are so looking forward to coming out to San Fernando this weekend. Saturday and Sunday, theater is finally back, and we are finally back in South, and we love to come down South. Of course, the ad is in the Express on page 14, so you can get the information there. Of course, tickets are available at the Naprima Bowl box office and at Bagans Drugstore Price Plaza in Shogonas. And tickets have been selling the entire week. I suggest you get your tickets as early as you can. We are so looking forward to the restart of theater in San Fernando. And we're coming there with a big bang this weekend. Ladies room on Saturday right. at 8.30 and Sunday at 6.30. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.